0: Well, I can't help it. I find myself putting on <laughs> on my many screens. I have so I have uh, Boston 25 news on one screen. I have a Dan Patrick show on another. Uh, ESPN on another. And yes, <laughs> I have uh, Regis and Kathy Lee featuring Kelly and Ryan. And I just happen to I happen to hear them. They're talking about Blackberry cuz yesterday January 4th was the end of Blackberry support. As of yesterday, there's no longer any support for Blackberries. So if you have a Blackberry, it's right now it's a it's a paperweight, I guess. It's it's probably been a paperweight for longer than <laughs> just today, but uh, yeah, no more Blackberry, and so that's the end of it. Uh, you should hear these two numbskulls. They're talking about old school texting, which wasn't that long ago. It was only 10 years. I've only had a smartphone for 10 years. Most people have had a smartphone for 10 years or less. I think that's a fact. I think uh, you know the first iPhone came out in what 2007. People had BlackBerry in 2007 if anybody had like a really nice cool phone for work, it was a BlackBerry. The CrackBerry as some people called it. And uh uh and then for me, it, yeah, it was ten years. It was, I believe, it was January of two thousand twelve that went onto my Verizon account and found that oh, I can get a free iPhone four, and for my spouse, I can get an iPhone four for just fifty dollars, which is amazing now <laughs> to think about that. Like oh my gosh, Uh so yeah, well, great. Send us an iPhone four. So we each got cool iPhone fours, and I downloaded Words with Friends right away. And what's that draw? Draw something. That other, you know, that game you play. You draw with your friends. Anyway, uh, and that was that was the end of the flip phone for me. And I was kind of I feel like I was a little bit late to the dance on that one. I want to say somewhere in like two thousand. Between 2009 and 2012, I would say is when like a lot of people started jumping into the smartphone thing, and then 2012 on was just yeah. Everybody was like, "Okay, all right, I get it." The iPhone, the Samsung Galaxy, you know, the Android, the all that stuff. It's uh, it's the end of the flip phone. And there's still a few who have flip phones. Every once in a while, you'll see somebody on a flip phone. Anyway, Kelly and Ryan were talking about. The old – he was talking about – when I was in – the BlackBerry, it was uh, – you know he was talking about typing and how hard it is to type and he took typing and keyboarding in, in high school and he he couldn't do it without having to look down, which is like, boy, you – I mean, if you think he's stupid by just listening to him talk, he pretty much confirms it by the fact that he took classes to learn how to type in high school like most of us did of a certain age uh, and he couldn't fucking do it because he's a numbskull. Anyway, you should see, you should hear, you should hear Kelly. She's, then she's talking about, oh, do you remember the old flip phones? As though it was 50 years ago, like flip phones weren't, you know, there's still some people using them and, uh, I know those are the BlackBerrys first to go, the flip phones that don't have, you know, they're going to get rid of, you can't use anything, I think 3G, certain carriers, uh verizon team they've all some of them have gotten rid of it already some of them this year some of them next year uh if you have anything 3g or lower forget it um which is i think most if not all flip phones so the flip phone is coming to an end very rapidly as well and she's talking about the flip phone as though you know as 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 though it was a rotary phone as though it was a, a you know As a a typewriter from the 1950s, like, do you, Ryan, let me tell you. And she's talking to him like nobody's, like the whole world didn't do this. Like there's no children watching Kelly and Ryan, whether it's a day off or not. No kids are watching this show. So anybody watching Kelly and Ryan is old enough that they had a flip phone at some point. Most likely. I would say 95% of the people watching Kelly and Ryan right now probably had a flip phone. So she's talking as though this is uh, some technology that's so old and all and she's talking about it as though she went to war. She's talking like, "Well, Ryan, let me tell you. Do you know how I used to text Ryan? Like they're they're the same age. I would think, you know, I don't know, 5 years difference at the most between them. It can't be a lot." She's talking to him like, Do "You know something, Ryan. Do you know when I used to text, the first texts, I used to have to hit the button, the one button, if I, one A, B, C, and then I'd have to, and then i had to hit it. You'd have to hit it over and over again to get the letters. That's how we used to text. It's like she's talking like she lived through the Holocaust. Do you know the suffering, Ryan? Do you even know? Do you even care? You're talking about the Blackberry as though you suffered. I had a flip phone, pal. Texting took me. Minutes sometimes to send one text. Minutes, I tell you. I'm sitting there I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that long. It was, you know, ten years ago I was sending text on my flip phone. It actually, you know, didn't take that long to do. Didn't mean it was fun, didn't mean it was easy, didn't mean it wasn't annoying, especially if you hit the button, you know, and there was a certain amount of time, you know, you would hit A, B, C. You know the, the 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 buttons for those for the youngsters out there who don't know texting uh, pre-smartphone, n- not on a smartphone, not on a BlackBerry was yeah you would hit the numbers one two three four five six seven eight nine that's your keypad and you know there's it's an alphanumeric so if you wanted to like call you later you would have to hit the one button uh, three times or four times to so go one a b c and then you have to wait. Because if you don't wait long enough and you start typing the A, if you're typing call you later in a text, uh, you hit one, two, one, one, A, B, C. And then you have to wait and you wait. If you don't wait long enough and you hit the one button again, then the C turns back into a one. And then you have to go, okay, A, B, C. And then you wait, one, one, A. And then you go down to what is it, five that has JKL? Uh, then you go five J K L and then you wait five J K L. And now I've typed in call. It doesn't actually take that long. It takes about the amount of time that I just call. And then you probably the letter U, cause that's going to save you a bunch of time. That's how we really got to where we use things like, you know, see you later would be like letter C, letter U L number eight, T R, something like that. Cause who the hell is gonna sit there and type out? And there was this kid I used to, this this dickhead I used to work with at Barnes and Noble, and he would talk about. And this is definitely flip phone. This is like 2006. Nobody had a smartphone because they didn't exist. BlackBerry. I didn't know. I I knew like two people who had a BlackBerry. Even you know in 2006, I wasn't in the I wasn't in the big boy world of banking. Uh and anyway, <laughs> and he would talk about. He's like, I won't even respond to a text that doesn't have the proper grammar, the proper punctuation. I'm like, yeah, you fucking somebody took time out of their day to go one, two, three, a, one, two, three, two, you know, to, to hit those numbers to send you a text, and you're scanning it for fucking commas and periods, you doofus, you fuck. Oh, he was the most annoying. I had no tolerance for this guy. <sighs> If uh, if Nate S. is listening, he knows exactly who I'm referring to. If Thurlow's listening, he knows exactly who I'm referring to. This fucking guy. This fucking know-it-all. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, anyway. <laughs> who knows? Maybe he's listening. Uh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. uh, I don't care. I'm not that sorry. Um, Nice guy. Just a fucking pain in the fucking ass. Oh, always everything, knows everything about it. Just like if if Mansplain had like a, a face in the dictionary next to Mansplain, it would have been this kid. Just n- nonstop, you know. <sighs> he graduated with, he got a bachelor's degree, so naturally he knows everything about everything. And he was in his early 20s, so he knows everything about everything. Anyway. And he used to say, like, if you don't send me a text, and if it doesn't happen, I'd be like, well, we don't have to worry about this because you're never getting any fucking texts from me. Because that would, that would mean that we have each other's phone numbers, and that's never happening, dude. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. His name was Milton. Milton Wadams. Uh, Anyways, this guy was just, oh, just a pain in the ass. Just a pain in the ass. But he was, it's like one of those things where I did feel because he wasn't like, he wasn't a mean guy, didn't have a mean bone in his body, but just, you don't have to interject in every person's conversation, whether you're a part of it or not, to tell them all the things you know about that particular topic. You just, you just don't. Oh, anyway. Uh, and I just thought, I remember rolling my eyes. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's like, it's bad enough. You know, it's not enough that, like, the handful of people who would actually want to text with you are texting with you. Now you're fucking, you're correcting all their grammar and their punctuation, and they're doing it on an alphanumeric flip phone thing. Please. Please. Anyway, Kelly Rippa is sitting there talking about the flip phone as though this was, you know, humankind's greatest moment of suffering. Ryan, I'll tell you this. You don't even know what it was like to have the flip phone and we'd have to hit the buttons four times to get one letter. And then you wait and you go to the next one and you hit the button to get the other letter. And if you make a mistake, forget it. You don't know what we lived through. You don't know what I suffered through with those flip phones, Ryan. It's just like the same as Kelly having to push a baby stroller through lower Manhattan. The cobblestone streets, Ryan. The cobblestone streets. Do you even know? Do you know how hard it is, Ryan, to walk from a luxurious penthouse apartment to the, to the coffee shop, cobblestone streets, and Louis Vuittons? Do you even know anything, Ryan? God, she's awful. She's just an awful person. I don't care. Her husband seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, Mark? Mark Mark Consuelos? actually seems like a likable, fun-loving kind of guy. Uh, And she's just, I I don't know, man. Look, uh, what's the answer to everything? When you see somebody and you're like, God damn, how can can he put up with her? How can she put up with him? The answer is sex. I, I think that's pretty much, right? It just has to be, you know, they're two people who are in good shape physically. The sex has to be unbelievable. We all have that, right? We all have, you know, somebody in our lives, whether it was a coworker or just a friend or a relative or somebody that we've known, and you're like, God, how are they together? Like, they, I, think they, I think they hate each other. And there's no evidence that uh, Kelly Ripa and her husband hate each other. They Actually, they seem to like each other. Good for them. But I can't imagine. Like, he just seems, unless he's just really good at pretending... To be a likable guy, because he seems like a likable guy. And at no point has she ever even attempted to present herself as a likable person. Same with Seacrest, which is why, again, they're so good together. I've never looked at Seacrest and said, God, he's, he's just such a likable guy. You know, like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, had quite the reputation. He was kind of an asshole. He has, in addition to being in every movie that's ever been made in the last 10 years... Uh, and several TV shows <laughs> and several wrestling matches he was he kind of had a reputation as like a big prick, and he has made incredible strides to wipe that off the face of the planet. Does that mean he is still a prick and protect? No, nah, not necessarily. I mean, you know, you grow, right? And maybe the person that I was talking about who was insufferable fifteen years ago, Maybe he's not like that at all anymore. I don't know. But in uh, back in those days, fifteen, sixteen, whatever years ago it was, he was quite the insufferable character. And uh, and uh, you know, Kelly Ripa is just on the other hand has just she's like, all right, no, this is me, and I and this is what you get. And it's the same thing for the last however twenty years or however she's long she's been on this thing. And I'm just I don't I don't I don't know and Ryan Seacrest, but people tune in, they tune in to see these fuckers, uh, when she's talking about it, like, yeah, like, she lived, she lived through the Holocaust, with the flip phone, the flip phone, Ryan, do you know what it was like, you know what it was like in 2004, trying to send a text, Ryan, do you even know, (laughs) you know what it was like, trying to send a text on a flip phone, walking across the cobblestone streets, of lower Manhattan do you know <laughs> to get my latte <laughs> fuck off lady anyway uh, so and it's funny too Ryan and Kelly are uh, and this is definitely I wasn't sure if I was watching a live show because they're both they're in their homes she's in her house he's in his house she's got the nice little fire in the fireplace so that you know that she just lives in the greatest house there is, and she just has everything so nice and neat, and everything's just the best. He looks like he's in a fucking hotel room. He looks like he's in a broom closet where they brought in some lamps and a curtain and a couple of plants. I don't know where he is. He doesn't... Anyway, uh, and at first I saw that. I'm like, oh, this must be yeah, this must be a repeat from maybe a year ago or something, because they did... Before the holidays, they had a an episode from last year where they were, they were remote. But no, 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 this is live because obviously they were talking about it yesterday. They said, "Oh, January fourth, the BlackBerry is no longer supported." Yesterday, January fourth, twenty twenty two. So it makes it just makes my heart sink, just like that final Saturday Night Live of the year. If you saw it, it was supposed to be Charlie X C X X X X X and Paul Rudd. And it's the Christmas episode, it's one of the... If, if there's one particular episode that you look forward to every year, you know, I look forward to the season premiere, I look forward to the season finale, uh, and in between, if there's any big-name hosts, obviously, yeah, that's, you know, Eddie Murphy or some, some big name that I want to see, then that's exciting. And, uh, and then the Christmas episode. And the Christmas episode is usually where they bring a big name. Um. You know, it's Martin Short or Steve Martin or, uh, yeah, who know whoever. And then this one was this was Paul Rudd, uh, and I was very excited about that. And then it ended up being uh, the only new sketches they showed were stuff that they pre taped during the week. You know, some of those, some of the more professionally done you know, little music video vignette type things. So they had a couple of those, and they had Paul Rudd, and a few few stars showed up. Uh, Tom Hanks, Tina Fey, Keenan was there, Michael Che was there, a couple of members of the band, the cameraman, and uh, not much else. And it was very. It was like, oh my God, no, this is this is too much. Like, oh no, we're we're doing this, huh? And it's uh, yeah, I think you're gonna be. I'm I'm really. I listen ever since sports and things returned to live shows of wrestling, back to a live audience over the summer. Uh, I've just been not taking it for granted. Like, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, I remember that WWE Thunderdome with all those fucking television monitors with all the people at home on Zoom watching and the fake pumped-in crowd noise, which I don't think that's something they got rid of. Because when when I watch Monday Night Raw and I watch SmackDown, it sounds a whole hell of a lot identical to the Thunderdome. It's the sounds are sound completely pumped in, and when you, especially when you look at the crowd in the background, and nobody's really doing any, they're just kind of sitting on their hands. Because let's face it, it's not the most interesting product that WWE has ever put out, and it sucks because they have a lot of talent. And then no matter what, you think, "Yay, Kofi Kingston's champion!" Ah, here comes Brock Lesnar. Boop. Three seconds. You're dead. Oh, yeah, Big E, he's finally the champion. Oh, it would be so cool if Big E's, you know, if he's defending the title at WrestleMania, he's in the main event, that will be awesome because Big E is like, you know, he should be, he's a franchise player. He should be, you know, big time. He deserves this. Boom, here comes Brock Lesnar. Sorry, Big E, you're dead. Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. And And Brock Lesnar has been entertaining in the last few weeks. I am not a Brock Lesnar fan. His matches are always great. Whatever they say, you know, Brock Lesnar doesn't like pro wrestling and he doesn't like people and he doesn't like this and that. I mean, I, whatever. He's a fucking great wrestler. He's a fucking awesome wrestler. He has awesome wrestling matches. And, uh, but I don't, I don't need him to just be the champion all the time. I don't, uh, come on. That's why people tune into other things. Ah, anyway, uh, but it, back to what I was saying, you know, football, baseball, basketball, all these things, wrestling, concerts, live crowds, movie theaters are open. You can go to a restaurant, you can do this. And I'm anytime, not that we're, we don't go to a, any real restaurants. Uh, back in September, we had a sit down meal, as I mentioned, for a nice birthday dinner uh, for my wife, who the, the place that we normally go for her birthday, but, Hadn't been able to the last two birthdays. So it was a combined birthday dinner for basically for my kids and my wife, a nice fancy dinner at at our favorite uh, sort of steakhouse place, a nice, nice big old repurposed barn out in the country. You see the, you see your food walking around grazing on the hillside as the sun goes down over the hill, the nice long shadow. It's just a beautiful place. And I, I said, I feel a little uncomfortable. I don't, I don't know if we should be here, but it's warm out and there's not a lot of people because it was like a, w, I don't know. Well, I think it was a Friday night. Anyway, it was uh it was okay. And obviously nothing, you know, came out of it unscathed. And uh I wouldn't do that now though. And so I enjoyed it. I said this is nice. This feels kind of sorta normal-ish. And I can't think of any other restaurants that we've been to since yeah, Myrtle Beach, we had a couple of dining experiences and it felt sort of normal-ish other than the fact that they were shorts everybody short staffed, staffed so our waiter was not a pleasant fellow but understandably so you know i, I in the middle of him delivering stuff i was like uh, excuse me uh whatever his name was could i get can we get three cups of soup for the uh for the my my kids and myself i didn't say go get me the soup right now i just said Hey, by the way, can we just get it? and I know it's like I never do that. I I I never just like grab a wait a waiter or waitress and say, "Oh, excuse me. Give me the give me something." I wait for them if they come and they check out, "How's everything? Can I get you anything?" Actually, yeah, could you get me another drink? Could you get me a, a soup? Yeah, and I, I happened to grab this guy at the Sea Captain's House in Myrtle Beach cuz the she crab soup, I figured, well, they just have a big pot of that stuff and you can just go scoop it up. And I'm not asking him to do it now. I'm not asking, like, I'm not demanding it. Just like, hey, man, can we just get three cups of soup? And he was, oh, my God. He turned around. He's like, I can't do that right now. As you can see, I'm like, okay. All right. All right. But I'm not going to be a jerk because he's delivering my food. And I did feel bad for him because, really, I didn't see, I I think I saw one other waitstaff person. And this is a huge restaurant, indoor, outdoor they got a porch, they got a dining room, they got this. And uh, he seemed to be the guy. It was him and, and and one other lady that I could tell. So I, you know, I'm like, all right, all right. He's like, I can't do that right now, but I will. I'm like, dude. And I just kind of was like, it's it, totally fine. I'm not demanding it right now. I'm just saying, hey, can you get, I have to take care of this table. They're paying their check right. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Let them pay their check. I I didn't say punch your current customer in the face and go get my soup. I said when you get any free moment at any point, just get soup. Anyway, everybody's pissed. Everybody's – it's a miserable time. (laughs) It's just a miserable time. Uh, So on that note, uh, I didn't – but I didn't take it for granted. I was like, this is nice. This is what I wanted. The whole family out at the sea captain's house. Uh, back in September, the whole family out at the Gibbet Hill Grill having a nice steak dinner. And all the fixings. <laughs> uh, and I think I, I can't... Th- and a couple times in between, I guess our, our dinner has been going to Chunkies to see movies. And I don't know that, you know, we did that right up until Spider-Man. Will we be doing that again uh, in January, February, March? I doubt it i doubt it i don't know i can't we'll see probably not but we'll see uh so anyways so any of this sort of return to normal kind of stuff you're like yeah okay this is great back you know doing vacations going to new york city going to this and that but i have the whole time i'm like okay well this is fun and we'll enjoy it for however long we get to have this but i don't know it's still a pandemic and i know i'm not helping by going even though we're all vaccinated and have masks on and all that stuff it's still like yeah but then you do get to a point where it's like well how much longer am i gonna just sit inside my own home for you know the unvaccinated so the unvaccinated can just go out and be fucking idiots that's what we're doing I mean, I guess to some degree, yeah. Let them do that, and they'll just infect themselves and drop dead. But that's not really the reality of it. The reality is they're going to go to the hospital, and they're going to take up rooms, and they're going to take up beds, and they're going to take up resources. And it's a it's a whole you know overwhelming thing, overload to the system, and the people, and everybody who's in it. I don't want to do that. I don't want that to happen. But anyway, uh, but yeah during all those times pr- pretty much since june when we started to kind of venture back out into the world i thought "Eh, we'll enjoy this i hope it keeps up i hope the vaccination rate just keeps climbing and then uh you know we just sort of level off and we kind of just just like the flu we live with covid but we're vaccinated and we're you know the hospitalizations are down because those people are vaccinated and obviously that doesn't happen because there's too many stupid people but uh but i you know I know how dumb people are, and I know how short lived any of these things might be, so I've been just trying not to take it for granted and and now we have, yeah, Ryan and Kelly are remote from each other's they're they're in their houses, and yeah, it's kind of like okay, uh- oh. <laughs> When, how long is this going to go for? And maybe only for a couple of weeks, just coming back from the holidays. Maybe that was just a decision like, hey, quarantine, do the show remote for a week or two after you've had your holiday. And then, and then we'll pull it back into the studio. I don't know. Not everybody. uh, There's still plenty of shows. I saw Ellen, unless it's a rerun. Ellen was in the studio. People are in the studio it will be interesting to see what Saturday Night Live does whenever they come back. I don't know, a couple weeks. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm just, uh, just like, yeah. It's going to be a very, it's going to be a very depressing winter if all of a sudden everybody's remote again. The kids, you know, as much as I love having them around, it is truly you have seen anybody with kids or around kids or who has just seen a human being out in the world these last uh 18 months 24 20 months whatever uh they're all fucking they're just crazy particularly the kids they have regressed to such a point where it's like holy shit these are these are teenagers and they have they just have no idea of how to behave and how to act so the remote thing uh I'm I'm all for it for the safety of everybody but man <laughs> What I'm really all for is getting your kids fucking vaccinated so that they don't have to do. And that's the crazy thing. It's like, hey, why don't I go to a remote school? Oh, no, Okay, well, are you vaccinated? No. Are your kids vaccinated? No. Well, then remote school is going to happen, dipshit. And that sucks for the kids and the teachers and everybody else who is vaccinated, who's been doing the right thing, who needs to be back in the classroom and wants to be back in the classroom. All these schools are closing and going remote and this and that. Ours haven't yet, but it seems to me that it is inevitable that most schools in a month or so, they're all going to be remote. I feel that in my bones. I hope that I am wrong. And when they see, you know, when I start, when, when now, when I just have, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like co workers left and right now are popping up with COVID it's like okay, well, yeah. Is and the and the and the uh, the superintendent of the school sends out his email, his uh, his weekly email with the COVID numbers, and he has every school listed and the number of cases. And it's like, oh, those aren't going down. Those numbers aren't lower than the last time or the time before that. Those are higher. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and my kid, uh, sixth grader, who has a who's made. Some good friends this year, and has one in particular who uh, they got into a little thing, and I was so pissed because my kid apologized to this kid because my kid is is a very good person. I'm not saying that this kid isn't, but he's you know he's spewing stuff from his parents clearly because he said, yeah, well it's proven vaccines and masks don't work, and my kid just kind of looked at him and said, oh you're you're one of those people, huh? And he got real just. I know this is going to shock you. He got real huffy and puffy, and and walked away. You know he sashayed and shantayed down. The, you know, I don't know that that's what happened, but uh, he got real, real upset. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, that's how it's going to be. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Or you could just respond. You know, pr- defend yourself. My kid was just saying, "You're one of those people." Oh, where's the where's the falsehood in that? You are one of those people who believes foolishly that masks and vaccines are bad and don't help, aren't aren't doing their job, which is, uh, you know, which is just nonsense. It's numbskullery. My kid said, "Oh, you're one of those, huh?" That's all. And and then the next day, my kid said, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry if I offended." It's like, oh, this is what I can't stand. We fucking We offend morons because they're morons, and then we apologize to them. The ones who are always talking about, like, oh, you guys are snowflakes. Fuck your feelings. Oh, fuck you. You don't like it. You can leave. And then you say something that's not even an insult, and they fucking have a meltdown, and then then you're apologizing to them. I'm so sorry you're so stupid and you're ultra sensitive about your stupidity because probably deep down inside you know you're an idiot. I'm so sorry. Can we still be friends? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I I mentioned my approach would have been different, but that's okay. Like uh, the kid, they're friends, so I okay, fine. And then and now I'm like, okay, well clearly this dude isn't vaccinated. Uh so maybe like say something <laughs> My advice to my kid was, well, why don't you go double down and say something even meaner to him, like insult his parents for being morons. Then you never have to see the kid, and then his unvaccinated ass won't be anywhere near – because they have, like, gym class together, and I'm like, great, super. Oh, yeah, breathing on you. That's awesome. So, yeah, we'll be remote sooner than later, I'm quite sure. I don't want to be right about that, but, mm, Yeah. I've, I've, we've, we've heard this tune before, have we not? We've played this record previously. Anyway, Kelly and Ryan, they're remote, but not everybody is. Hopefully, yeah, because I know, I know some people with that Omicron and it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a pain in the ass. It sounds like really bad headache, like worst headache you could imagine. In some cases, back aches and neck aches and things, just, you know, the body aches, uh, high fever. So it's all bad things. It's all things that, okay, you need to just take the day off and get in bed and, and medicate. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's going to, it's going to just keep, it's just going to keep, and then, and then somebody this morning said there's something called FluRona. Which I thought was some... I thought they were, like, making a joke. Like, oh, it's people who think they have COVID, but they have the flu. No, I guess it's, like, a real thing. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. All I know is as bad as the pandemic has been and as divisive as these last five or six years have really, really been, I got to say it's not nearly as bad as when I had to text on a flip phone. Because I remember that, and that... That was, I mean, yeah, you got, I know you you have people like on ventilators and they're dying and we've lost, I'm sure at this point, everybody has lost someone to COVID, um, in some way, shape or form, uh, maybe a relative, maybe, maybe a friend, maybe a friend of a friend, maybe that, you know, certainly there's celebrities who have died of COVID. Uh, so, you know, I mean, there's some actors out there, not any, not major, major, but Known people, I mean, yeah, John, John Prine, he he died of COVID. The guy, his last last name is Bloom. He was, he played, uh, oh my gosh, he played Bill in Succession. You know, Bill who retired and had been covering up the cruises thing. And anyway, he died of COVID early on. And, uh, you know, it's been really bad but it's still, I mean, you don't, you don't know suffering until you've had to try and send an alphanumeric text on a flip phone. That is, that is suffering. And anybody who can make it through that can make it through anything, right, Kelly Ripper? Yeah. You're cool. You're cool, Kelly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you know what's fun? Uh, anniversaries. Anniversaries are fun. Because today is January 5th. One, two, three, four, fifth. 5th. Which means tomorrow's the 6th, so uh, everywhere you look on the news is just yeah, replaying all the fun videos of last year, January 6th. So that's cool. A lot of fun. We're just having a fun time. But still, insurrections against, uh, against the government, attempts to overthrow democracy and overturn a, a fair and free and, and, and valid election. In the midst of a pandemic that has killed millions of people. It's still I'm telling you try to send a text on a flip phone then then you will know what it's like to suffer. Yeah. You think that other stuff's miserable. You've never had to send a you've obviously never had to send a text on a flip phone or walk on cobblestone streets which I have done many times and I will tell you it is mildly inconvenient and I I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to go. That's it. Some thoughts on the old phone, some thoughts on whatever the hell hell else I said. And uh, I feel like I had something else to say. Oh, you know what I was thinking about the toll booth thing from yesterday? And, yeah, I'm still still curious to know who doesn't have easy pass and why. But the other thing, has anybody – you know, it's amazing. Like we all probably at this point know someone – we certainly, everybody knows someone. Obviously, most, a lot of us have had uh, COVID at this point. We probably know somebody who's died from COVID, uh, whether directly or indirectly, we do. And what I was thinking is does anybody know a toll booth operator? Like, I have never actually met, to my knowledge, somebody who works in a toll booth. I you know I know there's there's a lot of jobs that aren't really common. I think toll booth operator certainly is less common now than it was even a few years ago. But it's getting more and more obsolete. But even even before Easy Pass, like you would think, you know, my dad was friends with everybody. I don't. He didn't know any toll booth opera. I don't know any toll booth operators. Yeah, we all know doctors and lawyers and nurses and teachers because there's many of those. But I know. I mean. I don't know, I, I know airline pilots I, <laughs> I have friends, I know people who are train conductors, like those are not terribly common either I can think of like uncommon jobs and I, I know people who do that stuff and yet I, I've never met anyone who is a toll booth operator I don't know I don't know that there's many to meet but still it's just interesting to me I don't know any toll booth operators of all the professions out there. I've, I know a lot of people who have a lot of different professions, and toll booth operator is just one of those you know, you check it off your list of like states that you've visited, and like, oh, I haven't, been to, I haven't been to Idaho, I haven't been to whatever. It's like, oh, profession, people I've met who have XYZ profession. I've met a lot of people, whether they're friends or not, or just people I've met. I've met, you know, somebody who's lots of different things. And I've never met a toll booth operator. Hm. All right. See ya.